But I feel like my college degree was kind of useless. After I got my degree, I jumped right into real estate. And then I wasn't making any sales. So from real estate, I jumped to another job, just helping kids with developmental disabilities. And then after that, I just kind of got, got lost on uh, what, what career path to go. Because I feel like my, my college degree wasn't good yeah. or didn't mean anything. Okay, like, first of all, like, why do you feel like you're worthless? Like, why do you feel like the degree you got was worthless? Uh, I mean, I feel like I kind of got a degree that was kind of like mainly for girls. You know, like <laughs> the hell? what is that? What is that? Like, like what you major like, in? Uh, psychology. Okay. So it's like kind of like humanities, and I feel like uh, that's kind of like uh, something that's not useful. Yeah, and you know, like we're pretty good friends. Like I already mm-hmm. kind of know, but that was just like a little recap for the viewers. But um, you graduated how long ago? Uh, I graduated, I think, two years ago. Two years ago. Yeah. And then so like from the time I knew you, like you went from real estate to teaching kids with mental disabilities, right? Mm-hmm. And then you found that like these two things were not things you wanted to, to do, right? Yeah, and I kind of got lost like career-wise because these two things were completely like not in the same like field, you know? Yeah. So I was like uh, kind of exploring my options, but now like I kind of hit a wall where like, I don't know how to progress my career path. Feel a little lost. And yeah, stuff. feel a little lost. So I did. I don't know like what the next steps to take are, or like what to do. You know. So what about like some things that you've been considering? Um. Honestly, like I was looking at like mostly side hustles. Yeah. So like uh, basically, like maybe working like a a full time job, but like uh, something that's like uh, that's just going to bring in like um, drop shipping. That's I think you mentioned that before. Oh yeah, yeah drop shipping. Drop shipping. Right. Yeah, um, I was uh, looking into that, but then I feel like that market's kind of oversaturated, right, Panda? Or yeah, it's kind of like I don't know. Mm. Okay, before I like answer, what was anything that you anything else that you thought of that you wanted to do aside from like drop shipping um shoot maybe like uh most of my options were kind of involving like sales like uh i was looking like maybe like getting a license for like uh selling cars maybe like used cars or whatever never mentioned that or like um Um, you, you did mention that you wanted to go more schooling right what schooling like for graduate school what did you want to major in uh i wanted to uh go further with my psych degree maybe into like a clinical psychology okay yeah but uh yeah i i don't know what to do in the meantime while i'm still getting into um school and stuff okay um so this is what i have to say i think like what the issues that y'all listed is very common things that like people who just graduated straight from college, very fresh, kind of like two years, two Mm -hmm. years or less. Everyone goes through this kind of, or most people go through this. 
especially um let's be honest like me and you we didn't go to like very good colleges i went to um uc riverside you went to uc riverside too um but the thing is i was an engineer so with my engineering degree i was able to facilitate my hands-on training mm -hmm. and also uh supplement that to my engineering degree and mm. with my in my experience like i've seen a lot of like engineers i got worse grades than them like i'm talking about like my upper division gpa was 3.0 and people might think oh that that's okay like you're at least 3.0 mm -hmm. but then my overall gpa was like a 2.75 and that's like not good um so i think a lot of the viewers and plus you would kind of like relate because you guys might be thinking oh well my gpa is not that great how can i utilize this if like um, how can I utilize my resume or my transcript if I didn't go to like a great university um, or if I don't have good GPA? Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's kind of like the answer I have. Like you kind of use like hands-on skills or like your expertise in other things. So like my expertise is cars and I kind of put that like it kind of goes hand in hand, mechanical engineering with uh, cars. Mm -hmm. So I just would in interviews, I would just like say like, oh, I have very big passion for cars. And then because of this, like my hands-on skills is uh, very, like I excel with my hands-on skills. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people that I interview with get offered a lot of jobs. And mm -hmm. I was like, a, I was like a fuck up in high school, right? Mm -hmm. Fuck up in high school. What didn't do that great in college. But for some reason I was getting better jobs, getting better job offers than people that went to uh, better colleges than me and probably getting like a higher gpas and stuff like that maybe. exactly or, yeah in mechanical engineering mm. same class same school they had probably close to a 4.0 mm -hmm. they were not getting good they were like really smart by the way and yeah. then like ucr um also known as uc rejects right yeah um probably like the lower tier of like ucs mm -hmm. it's still it's still not a bad school it's coming up it's like a but, right in but, the middle. But let's be real. Like UC Riverside is like the lower tier of the UCs. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of why I want to say like I kind of I'm not like bragging about like my expertise or like my past history. It's more like I'm letting you and the viewers know that like you don't have to have a good GPA. You don't have mm -hmm. to have more schooling like because you're considering going to school even yeah. more. I'm not saying don't go to school. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying that probably not is not really necessary mm -hmm. so would you say that like um networking is like pretty yeah. big skill to kind of learn and yeah and you're leaning towards sales right yeah. or business so i think networking is a, a big thing and plus like even your personal characteristics mm -hmm. probably being more outspoken mm -hmm. um because you're a little bit shy yeah um but you know this podcast is very helpful for Dalen, yeah. in my opinion. <laughs> I think it's very helpful because uh -huh. viewers get to see, you know, okay, there's someone who's like very outspoken like me and then someone who's more reserved like you. And then we're kind of like, you know, we're all kind of growing together. Mm -hmm. um, maybe someone who's like more introvert would attune more to you. Someone who's more extrovert would attune to me. But on the controvert channel, we're focused towards... um introverts and extroverts that thrive mm -hmm. in controversial environments so mm -hmm. you're like the introvert i'm like the extrovert of the channel right mm -hmm. 
<laughs> so, so um, I think going back to what, like, what I was saying, big thing is like developing like your interpersonal skills. So mm -hmm. communication, um, learning how to be more outspoken, leadership qualities, teamwork qualities. Mm -hmm. So if you're like an extrovert, maybe leadership qualities. If you're an introvert, teamwork qualities. But number one thing you want to emphasize is communication. In like an interview, in like a job application, try to emphasize communication. Especially if you don't really have um, that much on your resume to say, mm -hmm. then um, in your resume, you could kind of like, say for example, you worked at Starbucks. Um, but instead of just putting like made drinks for people, made coffee for people, why mm -hmm. the fuck would you? First of all, I've reviewed like several resumes before for my friends. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, we have a mutual friend actually that uh, he wrote like he served delicious food to people. And then I was just like, shit, man. I mean, okay, like I, I understand server. You are only limited. You are you only have so much that you could write as a server. Like you probably like went to the kitchen to get some food mm -hmm. and then came back you probably like deal with the customers but you can kind of say things in a way where it's like you emphasize like communication so that you brought um higher sales or brought returning customers so like phrasing it in the, yeah phrasing it you in know a in, in a better way and then sometimes in resumes you don't have to like write the things that you did a majority of the time so for example Majority of the time, you're serving food, right? 90% mm -hmm. of the time, you're serving food. Mm -hmm. But probably 10% of the time, you're dealing with, like, counting money or, like, dealing with, like, money issues. Mm -hmm. Something not as common. But what does that say about your ability to manage money? For example, if you were to apply for, like, an economic position or financial position, right? You're going to mm -hmm. be a financial advisor. Then if you write that, it would be much stronger than fucking, oh, I serve delicious food. Yeah, yeah, right. It sounds better. And another thing that you mentioned was um, dropshipping. Oh, yeah. So dropshipping, I think a lot of people, once they graduate and they try to like apply for some jobs, they don't have any luck. We also have another friend that wants to do dropshipping. He is also kind of like in the same boat as you. Mm -hmm. He has applied to like several jobs, hasn't gotten any offers, hasn't gotten any good feedback, and he seems lost as well. And so... I think a lot of people, even probably the viewers, like if you apply to so many jobs and then you're not getting any good feedback, you're probably like, fuck this. I'm going to go do my own shit. I'm going to do a business, right? Be my own boss type of thing. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's probably something that someone probably told you from a long time ago. Like maybe if you don't excel in this, mm -hmm. maybe you'll excel if you're your own boss or something like that. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a good quality to have. Like you could probably think that, yeah, I'm self-reliant and shit. Mm -hmm. But um, the problem with drop shipping is it's kind of dying. Like in my personal opinion, I think it's dying. Everyone already knows like what a drop shipping product is. And then a lot of people were just riding the wave. Same thing as real estate. When you yeah. started real estate like two years ago, mm -hmm. two years ago, was it? No, you started way before, right? Uh, before think... COVID and before two to three years ago maybe like two and a half years ago yeah so we're talking about like 2018 right mm -hmm. so 2018 everything was bussing bussing right everything yeah. was bussing to a point where like you just become like a realtor you'll sell shit and then everyone's it was good yeah yeah everyone was riding that uh snowball wave or something mm -hmm. so 
I think you also have to like keep in mind like are you riding the wave is this something mm, for you yeah are you able to be your own boss are you able to be um self self-reliant where you tell yourself okay i'm gonna learn all this stuff by myself mm. i know what to google you know do you have that personality or do you have personality to um know how to advertise drop shipping products do you have like um photoshop experience mm. um stuff like that yeah. and i feel you... like a lot of people who just ride the wave kind of don't really dive too deep into all these skills because like everything's on the up so like everything's kind of easier for them you know yeah it's not like they have to try as hard as when it's like at an all-time low yeah 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 so i guess that's that's a good point that you brought up i actually kind of forgot about talking about that but it seems like when there's so many opportunities in like an industry, mm -hmm. you might think, oh, I don't have to work as hard and I'm guaranteed something, right? Mm -hmm. um, but that's not true. Like with anything, you have to work hard. Mm -hmm. So you just have to kind of like realize, is this industry like right for me? You don't, don't look at like what other people are doing. Don't be like, oh, because Austin is very successful in real estate. Maybe I should be uh, very successful too. Mm -hmm. You kind of have to like do a self-analysis like, um, I'm a little bit more quiet and then to do sales, like I have to be busting, busting, talking to these people, you mm. know, I keep using that word busting, busting, but <laughs> it's not like you look at someone you like, if he could do it, I could do it type of thing. Right. Yeah. You yeah. kind of have to like, look at what the differences are that you guys yeah. have and stuff. Yeah. And so many people say this, so many people that are popular celebrities, they always say, if you want to be successful in what you do, you have to do something that you're good at. Mm -hmm. So if you're not good at talking you might probably be be good at something else like for example you know how to design something mm -hmm. for example you know how to be a, a good i don't know like editor for sound or like you know that's why some quiet people they become djs because mm -hmm. they know how to fuck with all that sound mm -hmm. um yeah like i have some some friends who are djs like they how's it going for them like how did they come across this career path as a dj well they first like they tried engineering and then they hopped into like kind of like business um then like they did a, a couple things along the way and then then dj and then they're doing pretty good as a dj mm. it's not bad um so you just kind of have to like harness your quality traits and mm. then i think that uh, schooling is not really something that's a must-have so if you want to go graduate school you also have to do analysis like is this worth my time and money mm -hmm. because you're probably going to spend like what how much is graduate school bro oh, it's like close to maybe like uh 300 or four hundred thousand, like for three Total, to four right? years yeah Shit, man. <laughs> um so if you're going to do like psychology you really have to understand if like there's a future for this if this is something you really want to do mm -hmm. because once you start more into like graduate school then you're going to tread down a path where you're gonna have more commitment to it you're gonna be like shit like i did even more schooling Kinda for this digging yourself a deeper hole yeah yeah so you can't climb out yeah for example i'm an engineer right mm -hmm. i don't think i'm i should be an engineer like i'm not a introvert asshole who like likes to be on his computer all day it's kind of boring huh? and then or do design where like cat autocad like crap computer aided drafting mm -hmm. um any of that stuff because it's a little bit 
too subtle for me mm-hmm. i'm someone who likes to talk some some people say i'm more like businessman engagement yeah, yeah so um that's why i haven't done graduate school for engineering i feel like that's gonna be digging myself a deeper hole like mm-hmm. i would probably utilize that time to diversify my knowledge probably go into like business probably go into like like get my mba or like try or, to like uh just do some like self-discovery right like find out who what type of person you truly are because some yeah. people i feel like uh they're just uh they don't know who they are they kind of think they know who they are or who they might be but then they're not like uh on point with what they actually are in reality yeah yeah you know you know what um daylin i've been talking a lot but did you have anything else that you wanted to say like any other problems like anything else that bothered you like during your dis- your own discovery your own path to i don't know enlightenment uh right now. yeah that's a good point panda um i think i was uh i was just an always like angry mad kid all the time i didn't know what was wrong kind of later discovered that i wasn't happy with myself and that kind of led me to just do some self-discovery i feel like i've kind of realized what type of person i am and what kind of problems and trauma that might have affected the person who i was and probably now do do you talk about like um before you're more i remember a while ago you told me that you're very really talkative oh yeah and then then all of a sudden like after college you kind of became a little bit more introvert or yeah i would say like around like uh, high school like i was kind of like more more outgoing outspoken a little bit more of an extrovert and then during the midst of college i feel like i lost myself even more i was kind of juggling a lot of like pressure to like uh graduate and stuff Uh and just uh i didn't know why i was getting the degree i was getting besides just getting it for saying that i have a degree yeah you know what i mean like yeah I was, like, um, kind of, like, doing stuff that uh, my parents wanted. And it wasn't, like, truly for myself. It was, like, oh, like, you should get go to college and get a degree. But then you're... How, how many people that's watching this video right now, you have the same exact situation. Your parents told you to do something or gave you pressure. If you have had this similar experience comment down below what your experience is and let us know if you also kind of like agree or kind of relate to what Daylin's saying right now all right sorry i cut you off had to put (laughs) that in (laughs) gotta get that engagement but yeah i was kind of like just always had not really a good sense of direction because i was always just trying to um appease my like father or like parents yeah so i didn't really like have like self-direction and stuff i was just following orders you would like you would say yeah yeah so that kind of led me to a place where i am right now where i was just completely lost because now it's like i done everything my parents asked me to do but like I, i still don't have a job you know or like a good career so I'm kind of just lost. Gotcha. And um, 
when we were discussing about this topic like a few days ago, I I wanted to tell you that you could probably like develop some hands-on skills, maybe like get better at like software, some like software you have interest in. Mm-hmm. And like for me, I would just sit there and just fuck around with um, CAD programs like SolidWorks or AutoCAD. I did mention that I didn't want to do CAD work anymore. Mm-hmm. But before, when I was first starting my career, I am an engineer, right? I'm a mechanical engineer. Mm-hmm. And then we always kind of choose like a subset. So mechanical engineer, what do you like to do? I like to do coding. Mm-hmm. I'm a mechanical engineer. I like to do drafting. I'm a mechanical engineer. I like to do physical work. So it's kind of so like there's... a little specialty or like something you like? Or yeah, that... think think about like a game, like a MMORPG, right? Mm-hmm. You could be like an archer. But after an archer, you could choose to be like a huntsman mm. or you could be like a, a I, don't, I don't know what what is after <laughs> okay like what, you, what type you, of game are you thinking about talking I'm about right thinking now? of like ragnarok okay so like <laughs> in ragnarok you could be uh-huh. like a thief mm-hmm. after a thief you could be like a assassin or rogue mm. something like that right mm-hmm. yeah. assassin is more like cloak and then uh rogue is more like uses a knife mm-hmm. and uh, while the assassin uses like two like blades that you know like cloak i don't know so so like what i'm trying to say is that like you kind of want to choose like a subset so like with psychology you did mention you want to be like a clinical what is it uh like a clinical psychologist basically um like a counselor yeah mm-hmm. yeah and i think that's great because you're really good at listening okay so the number one thing i want to tell the viewers is you choose an area of expertise. Mm. But with that, for example, mechanical engineering, with that, you choose a subset. So maybe you choose like automotive because you love to modify cars or something like that. Then um, you'll open yourself up to more like opportunities that way. Or you can also like approach in a way where it's like, I am a business person. Mm-hmm. But my communication is really good. I'm extrovert. I love to be assertive. I'm the go-getter. I'm the one that creates the group chats and organizes things within like my circle. Mm-hmm. And so maybe you don't have to list all that in your resume, but maybe you phrase list like in way. phrases, like small phrases. And then during the interview, the um, interview might ask you some things or you, he or she might not even ask you. And then you just bring it up. Obviously, one big thing that they ask is like, tell me a little bit about yourself. Mm-hmm. So you, you, number one, you want to think of like three things, three characteristics that classify you. I think of like myself as like, I'm very organized, communication, I'm assertive. Mm. Or I'm organized, I'm curious, I'm assertive. So curiosity shows that I really love to learn. And so you kind of have to have like these base traits, try to classify yourself. Or think of yourself with like three words, right? And then um, you could you could either go about it like that, or you could either go about it like within like a subset of your major, a subset of like your area of expertise. So, for example, um, you want to go for you wanted to go for sales, mm-hmm. right? So, and then within sales, there's like multiple kind of fields within sales or subsets within exactly, sales exactly exactly what i was gonna say 
and that part i i haven't got figured out at all that's why like i was like looking into like real estate as a start and kind of didn't know what other subset i was interested in yeah i think that also kind of goes to show on someone's resume if it's just like i worked at a restaurant but then i'm applying for this business position with like finances i want to manage some finances but then your past experiences was, was like working at a boba shop your past experience was working at like mcdonald's do you think that it's still possible to get a position like that i think it's still possible it's but, just you have to phrase it in a way where your resume kind of highlights traits that um caters towards business positions you can't just say like i serve fucking delicious food <laughs> you know yeah. you, you gotta look at mcdonald's has so many different aspects if you work at mcdonald's it has so many different aspects mm -hmm. for example like if i wanted to apply for an engineer position and i um worked at mcdonald's before mm -hmm. i could talk about like the heat transfer of like the, the food maintaining like the amount of like heat mm -hmm. within the food and make sure making sure it's at the right temperature or some some bullshit like that you know mm -hmm. i used to work at a marketing firm it, it was like an e-commerce and then I did the, it was an e-commerce company. I did the marketing for the company. And then I talked about how I use Photoshop to market some aspects, some advertising. Um, and then from that, I loved designing. And then from that, whenever I applied to like engineering designing positions, mm -hmm. I would say, yeah, because of my love for uh, these 2D cartoons or these 2d drawings it kind of fueled me to want to correlate that with my engineering degree and now i want to design in 3d now hmm. so you you can you can put so many things so many different aspects of like your past experience and make it consistent or correlative to what you're going to be doing in the future or what you want to do in the future that makes sense so it kind of looks like you have a sense of direction or that like you're actually building up to something. Yeah. It's not just all spread out. I mm -hmm. mean, like, like think about it. if you're a recruiter, you see someone who worked at Suchi, Yoshinoya, then worked at like an assistant at a law office and then worked at like a selling like life insurance. Mm -hmm. You're like, what the fuck is the like correlation? correlation yeah. You know, I mean, you, you still could like probably make it, in a way that's all correlative mm -hmm. they'll probably be like oh what the fuck like he's doing all these different things but if you work like positions that are related to the end goal like what your end goal is uh -huh. and then you write it in a way that all these kind of are conglomerated into what your end goal is and related then your success is a uh, a lot higher mm -hmm. i kind of feel like that's like a lot of people where, like, after they graduate college, they just jump from job to job. And, like, yeah. the resume ends up looking all scattered. Yeah. And I've been talking to a lot of people, too, that just recently graduated. I'm, I'm 28, but I still have a lot of friends that are still pretty young, right? And they bitch about, like, the market right now. How, like, COVID and the, I guess prospected recession that we're hitting right now with all the inflation all the oh, yeah, yeah. declining jobs they complain about all this crap but you know what like i i'm not saying i 
am denying that there's this everything going on and the economy is kind of bad, but it is worse than before when I just graduated college. When I just graduated college, I felt like a lot of people were already complaining about things like this. And it's kind of like the same right now mm-hmm. where people are complaining about this right now even too. It is, mm-hmm. it is a lot worse than before, but what I'm trying to say is that people are always going to complain about the job market. But what are you going to do? Are you going to be like one of those people that just complain and just isn't going to do anything about it and just be like, okay, I'm just going to do drop shipping. But then like drop shipping is kind of like a failing industry right now. Mm-hmm. Or are you going to be like, okay, fuck that. I'm going to be the one that excels and can surpass all this shit, even though there's all these obstacles and all these handicaps right now. Mm-hmm. Am I going to... Uh, let I'm, that limit you yeah am right? i gonna let this crap limit me am i gonna let the job market limit me no yeah. i'm gonna fucking do my due diligence i'm gonna go online probably on youtube look up how to write my resume look up how to like do some job negotiation look up how to improve my job interview skills mm-hmm. so there's so many aspects that you could do but a lot of people are bitching all the time and then they don't even like have a good resume. I'm like, what the hell is this resume? Like it's it's a resume in paragraphs. You shouldn't have a resume in like paragraph form. Literally every section is, is in paragraph form. You should have bullet points. And then each point was like three sentences long almost. Or I mean three lines long. I was like, come on, man. And then then these same people are complaining about the job market. So it kind of goes to show like if you didn't do your due diligence then you're not you're definitely not going to get a job or people are not going to consider you as much and your resume probably even lacks some keywords you know like some hrs or recruiters they do like a keyword search i don't know if you guys know this but they sometimes have like a software that just searches for like um probably like the word engineering they want to make sure you have the word engineering or they want to make sure you have the word sales and if you don't have it, your resume is automatically bye-bye, right? Mm-hmm. Doesn't then, even have a chance for them to see it. Yeah, and then, then they go through another filtering process where they actually start scanning with their own eyes, right? Mm-hmm. They start looking through it. And then then they see if this person is a good fit. And then from that, then they give you the job interview. So going back to like my, my point is that like if you limit yourself and you have that pessimistic thought process where it's like oh the job market's super bad i can't do this then you're obviously going to like go towards that route you're going to go towards that route where it's like okay because the job market is bad i'm just going to go bad with it or i'm just gonna not expect too much of myself no you have to like have a mental capacity where you think okay i can push past this i can do my due diligence and be like the top one percentile like all these dumbasses aren't like I mean, all these like normal people and dumbasses are dumbasses and normal people. That's mm-hmm. why they're not getting jobs in this bad uh, economy right now. Mm-hmm. But I'm not a dumbass. I can do this shit. I'm not a normal person. I can do this shit. I can push past and I can um, study all this stuff. I feel like a lot of people get influenced just by um, by the news and like what other people tell them. Like that plays like a really big role on like their self-image and stuff like that. So... Uh, people just end up not being able to kind of push past the barrier in a way where they're like, oh, you know, like, oh, the job market's bad right now. So I'm just going to like, you know, like I'm not going to find a job, you know, because everyone says it's, you know, it's not good right now. Or it's an excuse to work not as hard. 
or not at all, right? Yeah, yeah. or not at all. It's kind of like a discouragement. How do you think someone can push past the barrier of um, limiting themselves by like uh, outside factors, like uh, people saying, "Oh, we're in like a recession right now," or like the job market's not that good. Well, number one, you have to be very self-conscious. Like, for example, your resume. If it, your resume is ass, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> that's one big. <laughs> you have to be. You have to know what a good example of a resume is. So you have to do your due diligence to go to these uh, resume building seminars or resume building sessions. Maybe even hire someone to, instead of like wasting all your fucking money on like these stupid ass dates that you're probably like going on because you're like fuck the economy mm -hmm. you're probably like oh shit i need to find a partner that'll like kind of exfoliate me. my uh that that'll kind of like exfoliate my stress and save mm -hmm. me make me feel a little bit emotionally better but honestly you just need to do like a little bit more like mental self building of yourself fuck that was a little weird but <laughs> you just need to do some self building of your mentality that's what i'm mm -hmm. trying to say um and just like know what a good resume is what a what a bad resume is by doing your research i feel like that was something that i totally missed out on like during my time in college like uh i know there was like workshop or like some place where you could go to get like a resume like um looked at and like people could help you and stuff like that but uh i don't know what i was thinking back then but i was like oh you know like i could write a resume like I could do it myself, you know, like, why do I need help? You know, like, yeah, at that, at that time, I just didn't think like, uh, or I was kind of like in a closed mindset, you would say, like, I just thought I could do it myself. I didn't need the help. Or yeah. you probably didn't put that as a priority yeah. when it actually is a priority. Yeah. And I'm like, I would say I'm like the product of that. Like I didn't get good grades. I look like a fuck boy. Mm -hmm. I don't look like a fucking smart ass. Mm -hmm. People got better grades than me. And then I didn't go to like a really good school, but I was able to still be successful and where I am right now yeah. because of these resume building sessions and because of these job interview experiences that I had. I would literally go to like job interviews. I'd record the conversation, like just secretly record it, put it in my pocket. Mm -hmm. And then I would like go through it and then when I go through it, I would kind of like see what they ask as questions. Mm -hmm. I kind of like compile like a list of like all the commonly asked questions I got for, for any job. Mm -hmm. And most of them were like personality questions. It wasn't even like, so if you were using AutoCAD, what would you uh, use as a hotkey if you wanted to draw a line? It wasn't anything like technical like that. It was like more like, oh, tell me about yourself. Mm -hmm. um, so why do you want to apply for this position? So I would like go through my recording and I would see like areas that I didn't elaborate enough on, or I would kind of come up with like a narrative that would make me sound a little bit better. Mm. Maybe I don't, I'm not trying to like condone any like fakeness. I don't, I'm not saying like, don't like completely like just make yourself like this, like totally different image, mm -hmm. but kind of like talk yourself up where it's like maybe some things that you did in the past um, were actually like more emphasized you know, emphasize that a little bit more. Uh, so some things that sound a little bit better, even though you didn't do it too much, emphasize that on that mm -hmm. a little bit more. And then um, also like just attend like as many interviews as possible. Because when you 
attend these interviews. I I attended like shit. I think there was like a Motel Six oh, Holiday Inn interview. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even like an engineering position. Like it had the word engineer in the title, mm-hmm. but it was kind of like a cleaning like bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like it was a little bit like a janitor, a little bit janitor engineer something like that going to these interviews kind of helped with your interviewing skills and stuff like that right yeah it helps build your confidence as well Mm. and you kind of get a feel of what the next set of questions are going to be or even though you don't get anything out of it what you can actually get it's all about perspective you probably might think oh i wasted my fucking time i didn't get a job Mm -hmm. but if you recorded everything or you wrote it all down after the interview Mm-hmm. what they ask us questions you can come up with a aggregate set of questions or answers to those questions and some personalities that you can kind of like implement into those like answers that you um, develop as well i feel like furthering your education is like not like like a top priority right you would say for me mm-hmm. it's not but I would say probably like if you don't have like skills, like mine is hands-on skills with like my car. Mm-hmm. If you don't have hands-on skills, then I would recommend probably developing those hands-on skills. If you probably can't, if you have nothing that you can think of, mm-hmm. um, school is always an option. And those credentials would just kind of be like a safety net for you to apply to some other positions. But school is costly, man. Yeah. You're going to pay like, what, 200 more K, 200, 300 more K. And it's like a lot a of your time degree. too. Yeah, yeah, and then you're not really necessarily guaranteed like a higher salary. That job probably might not even need it. So you're probably going to be left wondering even Overqualified more. Overqualified. Yeah, you're probably going to be left wondering even more. Like, why the fuck did I take graduate school? You know, so I always try to recommend get some life skills, get some software skills. Um, try to correlate that with your um, resume or your mm-hmm. experience, what you want to do in the future. I kind of got lucky because I just happened to love cars. Mm-hmm. And I was majoring in mechanical engineering already. So I took that interest and just like, I would always elaborate like my interest for cars. They would always ask me mm-hmm. right off the bat. They would be like, tell me a little bit about yourself. Mm-hmm. And then I would be like, well, I'll just jump right right into it. Like, I really have a passion for cars. And then that's what fueled me into wanting to develop my hands-on skills. Mm-hmm. On weekends, I would just, like, task myself with, like, just random BS, like, um, projects to work on my car. And then that's why um, I got my job at the, the previous place I worked at because my manager really liked um, how I was able to utilize the um physical aspect of like what's actually on a car Mm -hmm. and how to like take things off with the theoretical aspect Mm. so you have a real life understanding and you can correlate that with a kind of like a conceptual understanding so um i i would say like you kind of like just need to like develop like a passion for something and correlate that with what you want to do the long run 